welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. What's up, everybody? This is me, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> You're laughing. I just like lost any amount of, of uh, commitment to that bit that I had. I just, as soon as you did it, I was broken. What's popping? Um, hey there guys what's poppin <laughs> go ahead and press that like and subscribe leave us an itunes review five stars you know what it is what's up gamers i hate us me too um if you're thinking man i don't know what song explode is and i'm and i listen to all of the fobs you're not you're not as wrong as you think you are you're technically um, not incorrect at all actually Yes, because it is not a Fallout Boy song. We've uh, we we've broken. We've we're broken, but unrelated to that, we have uh, broken our streak to do something Fallout Boy adjacent. Something we've talked about for about doing for quite a bit. Th- for this week's episode, I hit shuffle on Patrick Stump's solo record, Soul Punk, um, and I got the opening track. So it's kind of like I didn't hit shuffle. Uh, <laughs> But that song is called Explode, uh, and it opens that record right up. Uh, came out This record came out in 2011, so it's you know, the old hiatus years, um, and we're in it now. This is it. Explode, mm-hmm. the song by Patrick Stump. Yep. say a middle name and i don't know if i know his middle name it's clearly jeffers right patrick jeffers no i have no idea i'm just making shit jeffers stump jeffers stump jeffers uh-huh. stump yes that's his, uh-huh. uh-huh my brain my brain auto filled alexander and i do not know why i could see that i have no idea i, I tweet tweet us his middle name at swgd pod hold, wait hold on i looked it up <laughs> Joe, how are we I supposed to get our Twitter plug in if you look it up? No, 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 Plug Twitter, go to our, go to our Twitter and tell us what you think it should be. Because, um, he changed his mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> about a couple things. Because his last name is spelled, originally spelled with an H on it. Like a, uh, like a. Like Stumpf. Stumpf? Yeah, like Ooh. it's it's stump it's it's stump with an H on it. I, uh, I I get why he took the H off. That's not cute. Patrick Martin Stump, known professionally <laughs> as Patrick <laughs> Von Stump. Patrick what Stump? Uh, he goes by Patrick Von Stump professionally. I don't know if that's like a like a SAG. Oh, I, had to, I had to have a middle name Von. You know Von. 
the name? Like V-O-N or like V-A-U-G-H-N? V- V-A-U-G-H-N. Okay, not like, I not like definitely, evil Dr. Patrick Von Stone. literally, <laughs> that's where my brain went. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That is some that Pete Wentz be, level of extra. That would be incredible. But like, no, this is Patrick, who is uh, quite a different man than P- Pete, Peter Von Wentz. Um, <laughs> V-O-N. What? Yeah. What? What? I, we looked up Peter's full name, and I feel like it was Isn't also. Isn't it like, ridiculous? Isn't it something like absolutely fucking absurd? Peter. No, we might be confusing him with his children's names. Which oh, is that's like, right. Uh, like fucking like, Marvel like Mowgli or Mo- something. Mo- Chance Mowgli. Yeah, Chance the Mowgli rapper. Um, <laughs> P- Peter Lewis Kingston Wince the Third. Fuck off. I mean, he didn't pick it. He kept it. You can change your name. He well, he goes by Pete Wentz, but he did pick Bronce and Marvel Jane and Saint Laszlo. That's what it um, was. Fucking Saint where, Laszlo. Who named their kid Mowgli? Why would you name your kid Saint Laszlo? If, I mean, I hate, gotta... I hate it. Where's Peter Lewis Kingston Wentz the fourth? Where is he? Where, where, is your, where is your boy tonight, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, people also ask did Fall Out Boy get a new singer um, and the answer is no it's always been Patrick he just looks different after the hiatus um, <laughs> yeah he fucking cut his hair yeah he uh, he had like a, a full like like on this record Soul Punk his, his image changed quite a bit he did lose some weight he went through a bit of a makeover he does look like Clay Aiken in He's also not wearing one of those stupid fucking hats anymore. He he did leave the hats behind. I will. It does seem like he picked them back up for the <laughs> band, <laughs> but that is neither here nor there. God. Um, because I I know that you have seen the gif of him wearing with all the bu- all the bunnies on him. Yes, yes, I have. It's a very very good gif. Um, I'm excited. The thing is that video is very good, and I do not think you will like the song. Wonderful. Um, Anyways, <laughs> now that we've we've explored this uh, rabbit hole, but don't bump. Uh, we are back to talking about "Explode" by Patrick Stone. Uh, clap if you've got a ticket to the end of the world. Uh, times two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm leaning in a bit because I do know, I, or I have an expectation of the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Do you like this song, Kayla? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Okay. So, but, all right. So that's wild for one. Uh, most of the time on this show, when I like something and you don't, it's like, of okay, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. This is maybe the first time that like I listen to this song with my two human ears, mm-hmm. and then you tell me that it's not for you, and I mm-hmm. just like I, I I it don't make sense. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't really is- either. Is like being perfectly honest. That's why like. Joe knew the answer because I like very sadly tweeted about it earlier on my private account. Um, <laughs> but like, I feel bad that I don't like it, but I don't like I went into it. And I was like, oh, man, I'm really stoked to listen to Soul Punk. I can't wait to like like a thing. It's gonna be great. And it wasn't it wasn't your brand. And then I started and I was immediately like, oh, I don't really like how this opens. I don't really like the the like kind of scritchy audio at the beginning and i was like okay but they're like setting a tone i'm sure it'll be fine and then i don't know i just never found myself getting on board with it it just like 
I don't know. It's just not for me. And I can't, I don't have any like good criticism of it. That's just like, it just, it just doesn't sound good to me. Mm. Okay. That is fair. Um, I mean, I, you could have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, all right, sure. It's not for you. I um, mean, yeah. Like I, I wasn't expecting to fight you right now <laughs> but i was like oh man i'm disappointed and i feel like joe's gonna be disappointed because like i know they like this album and i like wanted to like this i mean out of kayfabe i don't give a shit what you like <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah no i know that but i was i In was kayfabe how dare you <laughs> this is the end of our marriage <laughs> and our podcast it all ends here you listener have a ticket to the end of the podcast so clap um <laughs> you are legally obligated to clap right now um no i don't know like i i i was i was bummed a lot just because like yeah i wanted to like it but like i don't know it just isn't like it doesn't i don't know the way that it sounds combined with like the lyrics and like the story it's trying to tell just like don't really do anything for me Mm-hmm. And like some of the re- like repetition of sound kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. Yeah, it d- it does open up with this. Um, harsh isn't. It's like as harsh as a pop song. Yeah, might might be. It it's, feels it's not like really it's that harsh, like, but yeah, it's really not that bad. But it feels like it's trying to elicit like not sirens, but like some form of emergency sounds, which like again, you know, it's setting the tone for the story of the song, which is like. Mm-hmm. An old fucking middle-aged cop defusing a bomb. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't really do anything for me either. Even at, like, I get the metaphor, but I'm just like, eh. Yeah, it's very much like... This almost feels like if, like, Patrick doing his own thing, but doing it in a way that Fall Out Boy would. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because yeah. I feel like there's, there, there's songs on this record that feel so far away from the Fall Out Boy method. And this feels like maybe... Uh, one of the closer ones. Yeah, I just, I just because it really falls into a narrative and a character. Yeah, well, and I definitely and I think a lot of the sounds kind of work with that too. And I think mm-hmm. I think that's probably kind of why I don't like it because like I was expecting, and I think it's because of what I was going in expecting, which like I was really expecting something different. So then to have it sound like what like I think the way that you put it is perfect of like Patrick trying to do his own thing, but in the way that Fallout Boy would. Like, it just kind of immediately turned me off. Yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm going to do a quick Google search, actually. Okay, here it is. Yep. So, so, uh, all songs written, composed, produced, and performed by Patrick Stump. So he is, uh, certainly a one-man show. He is just responsible for this. Yes. I I don't know if I'd say it in such a negative, harsh way. I mean, um, that's not technically harsh. It's just that's his shit. Like he is. It is true. It yeah. is on him. All of whatever else is on this and this song too. It is. It is. He mm-hmm. is his own man. Yeah, he. Uh, which, which I think is is interesting that he did did you know DIY this whole fucking shit, and it sounds as like cohesive and together. I would say like a lot of these pop songs sound better than what they sound like back together, or at least in my own taste. It's interesting. Uh, I don't know if we'll talk about black cards on uh, this show at all because they didn't fucking really do anything. Uh, but it was Pete Wentz's project in between, or I I, I want to say one of, but it's the only one that I know about. Mm-hmm. But uh, and it's it's like an electronic house sort of dubstep thing, and I don't know how much of it was 
his hands-on production. Um, there's only one song that has like extensive lyrics. I'm not 100% sure he wrote it, although it really sounds like he did. Is it? It's called Doctor Jekyll and Mister Fame. So there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, Pete was in it. It was 2000, whatever year it was. God. It was it was hiatus years. And I don't know if we'll talk about that. Um, but like it, listening to that and listening to Soul Punk and then coming back to Save Rock and Roll, and I'm like, I feel like y'all know how to do pop music, and then just not together, maybe. Yeah, and it's, and it's weird because I think like Andy Hurley's such a phenomenal drummer. And I think Joe is a good guitarist, but for some reason, them together, I feel like there's something missing in the mix um, mm-hmm. or like something not getting utilized. We were uh, we're not the only people to to think this way about modern Fall Out Boy. But when we were talking about um, we just recently had like American Beauty and then a Mania track and someone in the Orange Groves discord meant, uh, mentioned like it's, it's really hard to tell what instrument is what. Like it really creates this yeah. wall of wall of sound tone and it's. And, like, I feel like Patrick by himself nails that, like, or avoids that problem. Uh, makes very full-sounding pop music that I don't think I have that issue with. But then now, like, obviously they're going to, what they want to do is going to change, and that's fine. So maybe it's intentional. Um, it's just bizarre that I think that, like, all right, I've heard them do really great pop, and then I've heard them do pop that bores me. Yeah. And I and I do think there's probably more like other songs in this record you will like more. Yeah, um, I mean, like I kept, I heard the intro to the next song and like I was into that. So I'm sure there's gonna be other stuff that I enjoy, but this one was just a swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a bit of variety of like synth tones and and lyrical tones. There's a song with a hidden track. <laughs> I'm excited to get to do, but uh, it's over overall. It's like he. He covers a lot, like a, a couple different things on the record in ways that I like. This song is very to the point, sonically and lyrically. Yeah, uh, which it's just an album opener. She's like, "Here's a flashy way to start to uh to to pop it open, um, explode it open, maybe." But it does open with that sort of like uh harsh-ish sort of like I don't even know how to describe the sound because it's like I guess it kind of evokes a siren, but it. It almost sounds but it's like n- it's not a siren, but like it makes me immediately think of a state of emergency. Yeah, it's like it almost sounds like some sort of siren or like square wave being scratched on a turntable or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'll hear it. I'll put it in the episode. But <laughs> if you know that, if you know how to describe that better than we do, uh, tweet at us at SWGD Pod. That is the handle. I tweeted at Hot Mulligan and told him. To- covered sugar or sugar were going down you did not i gonna saw do that it. they, they probably won't. won't do it no maybe i can send that exact same tweet unchanged but replace hot mulligan with tiny moving parts and maybe they'll do it because <laughs> it would have the exact same two things that i asked for uh, um but that intro starts with the lyrics clap if you've got a ticket to the end of the world and uh a clap pattern that i actually really like that uh is repeated mm-hmm. throughout the song very organic clap sound um, yeah, goes, I don't mind the claps. It's good. It's a good cl- <laughs> they're good. They're good clap, Caitlin. Um, <laughs> verse one, uh, a lot of that sound drops out, and uh, Patrick's delivery is like a bit more hushed as he lays out this uh, this narrative, this manuscript. He gives you the setup of the of the man. Mm, the man, the myth, the bomb diffuser. Uh, it was his last day. I love like, all right. So it was his last, his last day on the floor. She's going through divorce. 
not as not like I guess when we said through the way Fallout Boy would do it, it's more like metaphors and and narratives because there's not a whole lot of internal rhyme or complicated Mm-mm. word choice because we did just talk about force rhyming with divorce. But uh, I do like this third line of he was a living, breathing action screenplay, which is like such a power move to just open up and be like, hey, this narrative is a trope. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the, hey, do you see this? This description? Yeah, it's a trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you catch that? It's a trope. I mean, it's, good. it's good to own it. Like, imagine yeah, no, if, like, it's every, just funny. every time Pete talks about fame, he's just like, I've done this before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would I would appreciate that a little bit. I, I Although, I guess the one time he tried that, we hated it. So Yeah, that's true. Um, um, I is, do this enjoy... Is for to match. I do enjoy the unreviewed bio of this song. Which says this "quote unquote" explosive with a capital E album opener. Good one. That's, tells, that's a joke that I made. <laughs> <laughs> tells the story of a regular Joe under intense amounts of stress that many that many people can relate to. I love the phrasing of that because a bomb defusal is not something many people can relate to. Yeah. Um, also, like, I sure I guess. I would assume this man. I would assume this man had to have some kind of training to defuse bombs. So probably Probably. not that average of a Joe. But it's it's his last day on the force. He's been doing this for a question mark number of years, and he's going through divorce. Um, So he is in fact a living, breathing action screenplay cliche. He is. It's a lot of words in that line. A middle aged mess, maybe. Mm Hmm. Truly, he is the man for the job, though. A one-man bomb squad? Is he? Also, I don't think that any is bomb he? squad is one man. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> seems horribly dangerous. Seems a little borked. Yeah, it seems sus, is what I'll say. This unreviewed song bio is only a year old on Genius.com. Who the fuck podcast. came here last year, in the year of our Lord 2017, and was like, you know what this needs? A song bio. I don't know. All the comments on the on the lyrics are like um three or four years old. So I guess someone was reading it like us and was just like, guess I'll write a bio. It's my time to shine. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kai in the Sky. Their 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 bio on their genius profile page is buy pink season on iTunes. I don't know what pink season is. I bet it's like K-pop though. <laughs> just like <laughs> that sounds st- like a K-pop band. Just statistically, I've recently someone, I've recently been getting more into K-pop, and uh, that does sound like a band that would be as long recommended as you don't to me. Talk about it online or like fetishize K-pop idols. You're probably good. I will never do either of those things, and so. I know that because I love you and respect you. I mean, also the only music I ever talk about online is fucking Fallout Boy. So, That's true. And sometimes I subtweet. You. Sometimes I subtweet Kim Petras to make the album I want her to make, but <laughs> not the album she's making. Um, I don't. I don't really talk about music online because no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. That's fair. I usually don't, but. And that's why we came together on this. <laughs> yes. A Fall Out Boy podcast. Yes. Uh, what were we talking about? The song. Yeah. Um, we read a lot of verse one as jokes. Because uh, uh, it, it, it's said just they kind of first one is just like kind of funny, and like I don't even mean that in like a mean way. I think it's meant to be kind of funny. It's very like tongue in cheek, like yeah. It's very, it's very. It knows what it's doing. Yeah, I mean, he says it's a cliche, and he, it's laid out very plain. Yeah, um, Patrick. Patrick has a sense of humor, and I and I uh, I would point at other songs that you have not heard. 
uh, on this record to uh, to do that. Cryptozoology is the name of the hidden track. That by itself is is a thing. Um, I just want to disclaim it because I don't want people to think I'm automatically shitting on the song because I don't like it because it's not one of those. Yeah, I just no, like it's not, it's not like you're laughing at it because it's bad. It's just kind of like when you when you lay it out so bare, mm-hmm. it's it's just like they are just describing an event. Yep. <laughs> I think Patrick's delivery on this song is is pretty solid though. Um it like as much as it is laid bare, it I think his uh his vocals are are very much on point. Yeah, no, I agree. Not varied, but on point. Um, yeah, actually, I don't uh, actually I guess this hushed tone in the verses is like a little bit of variance, but Yeah, but I think it's like warranted variance. Mm-hmm. No, it feel it feels right. Um, it definitely like evokes a tone that he's going for. Yeah, like the like the way it goes back and forth from like the 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 hushed tone to the quote capital E explosive end quote uh chorus. Um I think it's it's more prominent in the way the second verse ends, but like even on the first verse I think it, the tone is set up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um the first verse continues to describe said bomb. Uh they said that they <laughs> found it in the basement ju- enough to blow that roof to the pavement. Um he was the man for the job, a one-man bomb squad, which is ill-advised. Uh, a yeah. middle-aged, a middle-aged mess thinking, and then it goes into the chorus. You know who I love to have defuse my bombs? Middle-aged messes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, it, it, you know what? If I think if you pull back a little bit of the earnestness of this song, like it is kind of telling of like the people who are often in these power situations. Yeah. Who, who maybe shouldn't be all the time. Or at least who are depicted as being in these situations via Certain, film. Certainly, yeah. Film and and uh and and many other media who would uh, uh depict such a thing. Uh, it is a living, breathing action screenplay cliche. <laughs> God, there's so many fucking words in that line. <laughs> God. The chorus begins. I feel like I'm going to explode. This is his inner monologue, right? Because it does say he's thinking. Yeah, a middle-aged mess thinking. I feel like I'm going to explode. Any At any moment. moment. I'm ready to blow. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't stand it. Uh <laughs> Have you seen um have you seen the clip from it's like a very early episode of King of the Hill I've now learned um where Hank's like walking and he's like I'm about to bust and it's like the, maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen I must have I feel like I've seen like the large majority of King of the Hill episodes but it's been a long time so Don't tell Jory that or do tell Jory that cuz you'll, you'll then you'll sort of well, Jory's already working on a King of the Hill podcast. I was going to say, is it Jory already but have a King of the Hill podcast? They will invite you on it. Um, if, if you I'll want do to. it. I'm not a coward. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I'm about to bust. Jory, if you're hearing this, I'll fucking come on your show. Invite <laughs> me, coward. <laughs> Coming soon to the Orange Groves. He is ready to blow. He can't stand it. I... <laughs> <laughs> I understand that he's trying to draw parallels between the man and the bomb. 
But again, I don't want this man anywhere near a bomb. <laughs> no, I don't think he he wants to be anywhere near that bomb. Bomb? Near that bomb? Bomb? Um, <laughs> this is my first day back podcasting after a very after a vacation. Like, I don't remember how to say words like bomb. <laughs> you know, tricky ones like bomb. <laughs> really tricky ones. Um, he's ready to blow. Just can't and he stand can't it. stand it. Can't stand it. Gets so worried. Gets so low. This next line is is uh, sad. <laughs> it is. Um. Uh. It is. Yeah. It's very much like I, I think it's supposed to be reflective on the the low point that he is in. But if I'm never your hero, I can never let you down. Uh. And then the sirens go. Oh whoa. Oh whoa 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 oh. That's us doing sirens. Oh whoa 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 whoa. It's also what Patrick does. Only better. Yeah, he, yeah. Imagine that, but good, and that's what Patrick sounds like. Yeah, imagine that, like, with any amount of skill, and that Patrick would be, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love this post-chorus. I guess, I guess that's a phrase I for guess, it. sure, why not? It's uh, after it the chorus, so I guess that checks out. And before verse two, so yeah, it's not really a pre-verse. No. Hmm. Uh, it's not really a bridge. Just clap if you got a ticket to the end of the world, though. Okay. Clapping. I'm not. Uh, yeah, he repeats that line again, and then we get into verse two. Their it's more last story. Hopes. Yeah, it is more story. Their last hopes hung on on him. They hung. This fucking. Oh my god! I didn't realize that you find out his name in this verse. Yeah, his name's Tony. He has a fucking name. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony! <laughs> don't sweat it. Tony, where'd you get that French pepperoni, though? <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Their last hopes on him they hung. I love the... the, the On him they hung. A, yeah, like the fucking diction, the, the goddamn word I love that Yoda helped uh, ghostwrite this mm. song. Their last hopes on him they hung. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Shakespearean. Um, and they weighed him, it? like, a ton. Yes, probably. <laughs> Somebody count the syllables and tell me if it's iambic pentameter or not. It's, it's probably not. Count but the syllables. Last, the, you at home, do it now. Tweet at us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> at SWGGpod. I'm so glad you have that memorized, because I don't. Uh, their last hopes on him, they hung. It sounds like, it reminds me of like a fucking like old-ass Christmas story. Like, yeah. Dancing sugar plums on him, they hung. Or some shit. <laughs> And they wait Stock. on him like a ton. Yeah, stockings by the bombs or with some shit. There's there's bombs in them stockings, kids. That's not good. Perhaps <laughs> need to call it Tony. Call it Tony <laughs> and his fresh pepperoni. But perhaps for him, <laughs> I keep referencing that. I f- I don't know if it was on this show. I said that before or not. And I because th- I feel like it was you who said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, uh, I think that's true. I think that's correct. I'm referencing like a really specific image that I've seen around the internet, and I don't, I couldn't fucking tell you where to find it or what to search. So just bear with me. But perhaps for him, he what? Perhaps for him, he'd none much left to lose. Oh right, yeah, he's back in that fucking bullshit. <laughs> he says oh a bunch oh oh oh, uh, and then we get into the um 
it, I guess it's like Patrick talking to the character. All right, hold on. This, this really yeah, good. this is where it gets uh messy. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but here's the thing. So there's a there's an annotation for it. It's got like these two paragraphs. Uh, about how it's like oh this these lines depict the high pressure situation. Um, Patrick gives the character a pep talk, uh, but they get so caught up that they lose their train of thought. Um, and cut the forget which wire to cut. And it continues in the second paragraph. This situation in itself is a metaphor for Patrick's anxiety. He tries to hype himself up and distract himself from the things troubling him. But no matter what, his brain always finds a way back to his worries. The longer he avoids his problems, the more catastrophic the eventual explosion of the emotion will be. There's one comment and it says, who's Tony? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Me and this song. Who's, who's Tony? Who's Tony? <laughs> three up oh it's that comment um genius.com please sponsor i take your platform very seriously um i do actually really like that reading of what this song is about and what it's representing but this, the, so the lyrics do read tony don't sweat it keep your hand steady um i this second line is weird you were born on a dare but you were born ready what does that mean i don't know is that a phrase that i'm just too young to fucking Born are we babies? Are Is we that baby? what's happening? Are we baby? I uh, there's a bunch of things called born to dare, some fucking shit. I don't know, some Lady Gaga crossover with Tudor, which I think is a a brand. Oh yeah, it's a watch brand. Hell yeah. No, it doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> so it's just, it's just, it's just you were born on a dare, unless like. Unless that, that is his way somehow of like, um, unless it's like, is, maybe Tony is a metaphor. Maybe Tony, Tony and his fresh pepperoni are a metaphor for uh, Patrick and his, he really wants to take a jump and, and dive into the pepperoni making industry, but he can't. Uh, and, and it's like, you know, so it's this representation of uh, so, like, this this thing that is like oh if he doesn't do it like there's this huge catastrophic explosion or it's really stressful to do but like he just kind of did it on a whim or like he just like went for it or something um which i guess you i don't know if it's a stretch to say that's could be a metaphor for his solo stuff but um or whatever something fucking shit he's going through but the, the that's all, that there's no context for it it's just you were born on a dare but you were born ready uh, cut the red wire, or was that the green wire? You're on fire, like the chorus goes on with, uh, I feel like I'm going to explode at any moment. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, interestingly, I was, I was looking at the, pull it back up. I was, oh, I just typed the word soul and hit enter. Like that was fucking going to give me anything. <laughs> soul. What is a soul? What is a soul? Uh, soul punk. 
Uh, I'm looking. There was a quote from him that I was specifically looking for. Uh, he characterized the lyrics as being, quote, 90% metaphors. Shut the fuck up, Patrick. Obviously. I mean, I don't know. He's not Pete Wentz. Oh, this tweet's still here from 2011. The the tweet that he's responding to is gone, uh, but he is replying to some now deleted tweet that says the album's about 90% metaphors. Ha ha. Ha ha. Patrick Stump. Patrick Stump doesn't really use Twitter at all, but like Mm -hmm. his icon is like still a photo from the from the fucking like soul punk. It's still like it's a really old image, but he did put Fallout Boy lead singer back in his uh. In his, bio. in his bio yeah but he retweeted it like they just put out a song recently um 90 metaphors so it's it's uh it's easy to assume that there is a meaning behind that line that like is is meant to be more specifically characterizing tony as some sort of um character with or without pepperoni involved but, but i don't know he's not here i can't ask him it doesn't seem like he responds to tweets <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just can we tweet? We need to tweet at him from the show's uh, account. Just saying I'll do it Tony. right now, live just, on the just air. Ask, just ask Patrick who's Tony real quick for me. Yep, on it. Thank you. At Patrick Stump. Good if I could spell. At don't Patrick Stump. The, don't, don't include the H. He doesn't use that publicly. <laughs> Should it just be like, hey man, who's Tony? Yeah. Just like, hey man, real quick. So after after that verse, it goes back to the chorus, and it's still good. I still like it. The post-chorus, I guess, is uh, there again with the clap, if you've got a ticket to the end of the world, times two, and now we get a bridge, um, which I think, again, might lead into what uh, the anxiety in the song might be about, because it says, and if this is it, I want to go out with a bang, but I don't claim to know anything. So like that's like if if this is it, I want to go out with a bang. I do kind of read about as like a reference to the album. Yeah, like a solo project of like, hey, Fall Out Boy's behind me. Uh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give it my all and go out with a b- b- bang. Which I mean, this is all he did solo, and then he went back to being a Fall Out Boy. But there's some there's some soul punk stands out there. I know they exist. Yeah, it's got to be more than just you. I probably, I think so. I mean, the thing is, if you look long enough on tumblr maybe not anymore but uh there used to be a time where if you looked on tumblr long enough you'd find someone like you'd find a community around anything mm-hmm. um and i and i certainly know there was uh quite a few people very very in love with soul punk soul punk twitter where are you at where are you at get at us follow our podcast caitlin didn't really like this song but still i was gonna say maybe invite joe maybe <laughs> maybe wait to invite me till i've heard more than one song yeah we'll get we'll get to it 
but yeah, I do think that is it. Uh, there's an official video that doesn't have anything. It's to nothing. It. It's literally yeah. just the word "explode" with like explosion graphics happening in it. Yeah, but it is it is there. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's there's only one song in this record that has like a real video to talk about, and we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. I meant to ask you this question, or I meant to talk about this idea off the show, and now I'm just gonna do it now. Uh, Perfect. Uh, but I, I think what I want to do, um, rather than intentionally pace out, uh, soul punk into the mix, mm-hmm. is I'm gonna just make my own playlist with everything on it and include soul punk. Um, and then because there's also a lot of things not in the playlist. Yeah, because like evening out with your girlfriend and stuff isn't on there, right? Well, that's just straight up not on Spotify. Um, oh, so we'll yeah. have to we'll have to do something special for that, uh, or just not do a pairing or something that, to leave it out. Um, but that sucks so hard. Damn. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I I mean, maybe it's like it's probably just too old, right? Or like weird rights or something. It, it could be label rights. Um, because I I think that's why take this uh take this to your grave isn't uh as readily available on pressings. I might be wrong. Um, they might have just felt like they've moved beyond that sound. Um, that's not uncommon for bands that have been making music for fucking nearly twenty years. Um, yeah, but... Fall Out Boy is like almost as old as us. Yeah, <laughs> don't make us sound so young. <laughs> you ever think about that? You ever think about how we're only like three or four years older than Fall Out Boy? Yeah, well, maybe it's gonna be more than that. It's like six or seven. I mean, if it's been twenty years, Joe. Almost. I think this. I think they started releasing music in 2001. Mm. And I think Take This, so, take yeah, this like to Your six. Grave. Because I think they just Take This to Your Grave is 2003. When did you know with your girlfriend come out? I don't know. Let me Google it. Also 2003. Mm. Um, Damn, they record- put out a lot of shit that year. Uh, recorded in 2002. Yeah. Um, All right. So not as bad. I was like really fucked up for a minute mm-hmm. there. So who knows? But uh, that's that's potentially a reason if it's label maybe if it's just um uh, a matter of they don't care for it mm. it was before andy was in the band um some oh other that's pers- right some other person was on drums actually there was a there was another person playing rhythm guitar patrick wasn't playing guitar at the time they were a five-person group and then two of them left that's so wild um but yeah calm before the storm uh ended up on take this to your grave and actually that's the only one um, yeah, but yeah, we'll figure out something to do with uh, eating out with your girlfriend. But uh, there's I don't think Pax Am Days is on the discography playlist. Uh, there's a lot of doubles on that playlist, uh, and I don't think um, like remixes and features aren't on it. Because you had asked me if we were going to talk about Ghostbusters. Um, oh yeah, I think that we uh, should. We Missy Elliott is on that. Missy Elliott is on that. But yeah, so I'm gonna do that so that way it's. Um, just a a bigger mix, and then delete the things that I've we've already done <laughs> off of it. Um, Perfect. so I'll do that, and then we'll continue the show as if nothing is different. <laughs> <laughs> just occasionally doing soul punk. I'm cool yet, with that. I don't think I'll add black cards to it or anything because there's nothing to say. But yeah, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. It's been um, it's been real, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Pairing, I did have a pairing that I forgot to send you, uh, <laughs> Caitlin. We're finding out together, audience. Uh-huh. Uh, I was thinking about doing Story 2 
by clipping. Uh, one, because I'm surprised I haven't already put clipping on this playlist. Uh, but two, I think it's just um, as as far as like uh, telling a narrative, the, the way that that song tells a narrative is probably one of the more interesting examples I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't already listen to clipping, you should. And this is your this is your first chance. But yeah, so story two will be on that playlist. It's a Spotify playlist. You can find the link to in the show notes. And I think that's I think that's all of the like show we're required to do contractually. Yeah. We made we made a we made a deal with Satan and he said, Yeah, you talk about Follow Boy every fucking week in exchange <laughs> for something. I already forgot what it was. Um Yeah, but, we didn't make a great deal. We really should have gotten a lawyer on that one. Yeah, it was kind of spur of the moment. Um but Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Caitlin, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me on twitter.com at CG and ARs. And from there, I have a largely up to date, but still not up to date, <laughs> pinned tweet where you can find pretty much all my shit. So that's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> this is our brand now. Oh, I hate it. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O, where I tweet about uh, shows that I make, and sometimes shows that I don't make. I try. I, we were just talking about how I don't tweet about music or anything because like nobody, nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. That's kind of the same about like all the shit that I'm doing. I'm like, no one's caught up enough with One Piece for me to talk about it. Uh, no one knows the fucking bands I listen to. But I, I don't know. I tweet sometimes. So you can follow me there and find out the other shows I make. They're all on the same network as this one, which is none other than The Orange Groves. Uh, you can find uh, those shows and figure out how to support the network. Uh, spoilers is through Patreon, and you can get cut content from this show and every other, well, most of the other, other shows. And um, there's also a tier for test pilots, which is uh, fun and exciting. There's like two pilots on there that I don't know when the sh- actual shows are going to come out. <laughs> uh, actually... <laughs> Two that I don't know. There's a third one that's just like later in the summer. Um, but it's um something I'm very excited about. Yay! Um, thank you for your enthusiasm. Um, you can find that all at theorangegroves.com. Thank you for checking it out. If you do, uh, and I think that's join our Discord. There is a Discord. Yes, join it. Hang Contract- out with us. You're contractually obligated. You made a very bad deal with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> you must you must not talk to us about follow boy every Wednesday. Uh I think that's it. Um Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Caitlin. Caitlin, Caitlin. Is this more than you bargained for yet? Yeah, I kinda got blindsided by this one. <laughs> Excellent. We'll see you next week with I don't know what, but we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. 
Each week, I'm going to try and solve an old defunct ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. Marn, what ARGs have we covered so far? So far, we have covered Spectacular Organic Frog Fractions 2, Sexy Girl Max 2019, and This Is My Milwaukee. And that list is only going to continue to grow. Yep. Come check us out every other Thursday on the Orange Groves Network. And you can find us at ArgonautsPod.com. 